Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Wrestling fans, CWFP's back again, and we just watched the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. I know what you're thinking. After Evolution, you, you were sitting there, you're like, wow, I just watched history get made. I can't wait to listen to two man-children talk about women's wrestling. <laughs> that in- indeed is what I was thinking, and then I realized, oh... I'm one of the man-children that will talk about it. <laughs> it's, we we watched history, and I feel, there, there's some weird thing where my brain is like, you know, this isn't our place to commentate on, on it, but it's not, we're not like, talking about the pros and cons of things like this, we're talking about the sports entertainment side, so it's okay. Yeah. We're, I don't. I don't trust what like Meltzer will say about some of it, but because <laughs> he'll feel like he's entitled to overstep his boundaries on it. But that's which all right. he he often does. Again, apologies to Meltzer uh, followers, but he he's made. I can say at least for me. I don't know about you, Jory. He's made me uncomfortable a couple times with some shit that he said, and uh, sometimes. The stuff that he says doesn't even make sense. Like, it's just it's just like I don't like WWE. Okay, but he did have some glowing things to say about some matches on this card. Um, so, you ready, Jory, to talk about I Evolution? Sure am. All right. Well, first off, the we had a really minimal minimalist looking set. There was no giant Titantron or anything, right? Yeah. It's just uh it's a takeover. <laughs> yeah, it did. It looked like a takeover. It felt like a takeover. It had takeover lighting. It was a Triple H Paul Levesque uh production. It, it was I, I all hope over it. I hope this is what pay-per-views look like in like a year and a half. Mm. Like mm-hmm. Like even if they're in big arenas, we I don't need to see the crowd. I don't need to see no. their drunk uh faces. And I don't as need to they're see mad. All the weird signs. Yeah. Like the I like ham sign. No, that was on Monday, but I like yeah. ham was pretty good. That's good. But dur- during a TV broadcast, who cares? But on a pay-per-view, maybe WrestleMania, I'm fine with seeing everyone's drunk faces, but <laughs> I don't need to for the most part. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be like super dark. You can do like dim lit with like the th- the color theme of the pay-per-view. You know, like if it's fast lane, then like do dim orange lights, you know, on the rest of the crowd so I can kind of see the signs. But... Do high beams like a car. <laughs> it's just a car, everybody run. How did the car get in here? It's Dean. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, good good lighting. I like the, I like because it, it definitely makes it seem like the focal point is on the match. Then you're not really paying attention to what's going on in the back. You're really looking at the match because it's like that's the highlight that is in the spotlight. It's good stuff. I like it. Yeah. And we opened up with a performance by Nita Strauss, who I I imagine she probably just. Uh, has some kind of deal with WWE. Yeah, she she's played at a couple pay-per-views this year, hasn't she? Yeah. She was she showed up at, she's shown up at a couple takeovers. Um she did Nakamura's entrance theme at uh WrestleMania. So yeah. Re- listen to that recently. It's on Spotify now. It, it it's interesting. <laughs> I wonder. I, I mean, it's also uh, Triple H just likes metal, so <laughs> and she yeah. can shred. Have, have you ever listened to the Takeover songs? The two they announced uh, on Wednesday are bad. Really, one of them's okay. I think the first one they showed off during the broadcast, I was like, "That sucks." And then the second one, I think, was by Bring Me the Horizon. I was like, "That's okay." Yeah, I that's why that that one sucks because uh, it's their new stuff, which is not as fun. Because oh. I'm a grumpy old man who just wants a teenager screaming into a microphone about being at a party instead of, like, depression. Okay. <laughs> and regular singing. But I'm the band's been around for, like, 12 years, so of course they're going to change. I'm, I'm, I'm a grumpy old man, too. I, I just wanted the Tony Hawk song. I didn't want any of CKY's new shit, so. <laughs> That's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but... Hey, the takeovers have better songs than uh, any pay per views. Yeah. But after after a musical thing, we got our we got our first match, which was uh, Trish Stratus and Lita versus Mickey James and the Audible of Alicia Fox because uh, Alexa Bliss was dealing with a concussion of some kind. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, makes sense. You gotta hold her out, make sure her brain's okay. Yeah, and also she's still on TVs and stuff, so at least they're, le- they're letting lumps. her show up. <laughs> yeah, kind of have to. Didn't they all come? All three of them came out to her theme, right? That's all. <laughs> well, she came out and introduced them, which is really funny. Okay. Well, it's not like good. it's not like uh, Alicia Fox's music gets people excited, and. Uh, Mickey James's music is just a bad rip of the, I don't know the name of the song, but it's the Oh Mickey, you so fine, but it's just yeah. a bad bad rip off of that. Yeah, <laughs> yes it is, which also doesn't make sense because I think I heard her music uh, watching the Impact stream one time, and it was very like country music, which makes well, sense because she's a country music artist. It's probably her own music. It it honestly probably was. There's yeah. no way Impact wouldn't let you do that. I can yeah. understand with like WWE being like, eh, but <laughs> we don't want to pay you, yeah, <laughs> extra, uh, yeah. And then uh, Trish and Lita came out to huge pops. Good e- God, <laughs> eruptions. Yeah, Lita uh, Trish's was nuts, and then uh, Lita's was bigger. So, <laughs> goddamn, this was a good match to warm people up. Yes, I mean, us watching at home, 
I don't think... Do you think for pay-per-views they have, like, unbroadcasted matches? Because they have the pre-show and everything. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think... Pre-shows mean then there's probably nothing beforehand unless it's a pre-show match at, Uh, like, a pretty stacked pay-per-view. And then... That would they also make mean... you watch the pre-show on, like, the Titan run. That would be awful. <laughs> yeah, and there's probably not dark matches afterward. So. Yeah. So considering pay-per-views are, like, six hours long, so they probably realize you just want to go home and go to sleep. This one was only, like, three and 45 minutes. Perfect length for a pay-per-view. <laughs> so, what, what, do you, what, what do you think about Trish Stratus and Lita jumping back in the ring after all these years? It's exciting, and um, I think, like I said earlier, it was the perfect way to open a pay-per-view, and especially against Mickey James. I don't know if you saw this, but they, uh, Trish and Mickey, recreated one of their spots from uh, their WrestleMania match in like two thousand five or six. Oh, I did not so, know about yeah, that. That's that's pretty cool. Um. So yeah, it's just nice to it's just nice to have them there in a match. It would have been cool if Alexa Bliss was in the match, but I feel like all four of these women uh, are veterans enough to where they definitely deserve to open the first ever women's pay per view for WWE. And it was and a pretty entertaining match. The crowd was really into it. I, I'm I'm amazed that uh, Trish and Lita are this this well into shape for wrestling i imagine they've they've been uh probably keeping up with like training a little bit better than a lot of other uh women's legends but it it was a little bit it's kind of is like an in-between of like they're above how triple h and the undertaker were at uh crown not crown jewel that just happened that's going to happen at a greatest royal rumble how they were just like slow and awkward while they're a little bit doing better um yeah i am i imagine it has something to do with the royal rumble from at the beginning of the year from back in january just kind of like getting in shape for that and it's like well now that i'm in shape maybe i'll stay in shape for you know a couple of years and then it was like hey we're gonna do first ever all women's pay-per-view and they were like you know what we're just gonna stay in shape and then they went hey why don't you guys stick around until wrestlemania and then they're like all right we're just staying in shape which is the <laughs> official thing i don't know if you've seen that oh that is they their contracts are good until after wrestlemania so they're probably gonna have matches at wrestlemania or be involved in something and they're going to be... They're definitely showing up at Rumble again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those should really only be the two female legends that are in the Rumble. We got, yeah. we got a lot of women to showcase across all these brands, so... Yeah, I, yeah. they'll they'll need to have a couple more NXT people coming up. NXT but... UK, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I... Isn't isn't it isn't seeing the twist of fate fun? It's always good, yeah. <laughs> Team Extreme and should reunite, and Lita should be. A, Lita was never part of uh, the the Broken Warriors or Woken Warriors. They should. She's been retired like year like years before l- that even became l- a thing. Yeah, long before they ever did that. Do it again. 
do you think they're on good terms? Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're probably totally, totally cool. I would imagine so, but they're, you know, I'm not backstage. There might be some side eyes being shot across the locker room from Jeff to Lita. Who knows? I I just I, I want to hear Matt go ah. Amy, I knew you'd come. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally into that. Were, were you stratified with the opening opening match? I was stratified. I was, I was more than stratified. I think, uh, I, I think I like. I mean, as a kid, we weren't conditioned to really like women's wrestling, <laughs> so it doesn't mean a lot, but I think I like them more now than I ever did. Yeah. That's... I think when they're presented with respect also, they, uh, <laughs> they're they a lot lot more enjoyable to watch. That's what I can say about women's wrestling and overall, but yeah. ha- having, like, tr- the latest thing I can remember before this was, oh yeah... Vince McMahon was cheating on his wife with Trish Stratus while his son secretly took over WCW. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say it got, it got, it definitely got better after we both, I mean, I sort of watched when it was pretty good. I think I vaguely remember Mickey James and, and Trish Stratus and thinking like, oh, that girl wants to kiss that girl. That's pretty cool. I'm 10, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely better now, and I think a lot of older wrestling fans, people maybe like uh, five, six years older than us and beyond, you know, you you watch stuff, and and I think in other countries too, you watch stuff like NXT UK and Super Showdown. They just women wrestle to crickets in those places, which is unfortunate. Uh, so hopefully they can start garnering that worldwide because they deserve it. Yeah. And they got good good female wrestlers everywhere. Hey, Jory, women's wrestling is good. It is. It's so good we got a match with 20 women in it. Wow. And it wasn't oh. as bad as <laughs> Battle Royals sometimes are. Yeah, it was... Uh, the secret to Battle Royal, I feel, is making sure the ending is good, opposed to just guys throwing each other out for five minutes and then one guy kind of acts like wow that was a lot of work and then raises his <laughs> arms up like that that sucks you you have to have like a part of a good match at the end and uh this had a part of a good match at the end and they they also gave an entrance to every single woman yeah that took like a good five minutes but it was worth it it was i uh so, some highlights from that is uh when Mandy Rose came out, Michael Cole said, I'm sure Corey's pretty excited about this somewhere. <laughs> he definitely was. And I, I I liked your your joke, Ivory, coming out to the right to censor. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. God damn it. I would have laughed so fucking hard. Even me saying it, we were both laughing really. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Um. Though none of the legends really uh survived this very long, 
They were just like, all right, you got your paycheck, and then eliminated them. Threw them all out one <laughs> yeah. by one. They're like, well, Michelle, you're married to The Undertaker, so he'll uh, last ride people if we don't uh, let you go yeah. in. And Ivory, you just got put in the Hall of Fame, so we can't just knock and, you out of me. And then I think Alundra Blaze stayed in, but like the rest of them got thrown over almost instantly. Yeah, which was which was pretty good. I I do like when the the young uh, superstars were circling the quote old superstars. Maria Canellis was involved. She was like part of the old superstars. I was just like, hold on, she's. She's on this network every week. What are you guys talking about? And she's younger than Asuka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old is she, like 32? 36 and Asuka's 38. Oh, okay, so, yeah. I don't know. That was funny. That's, don't you like how much Alundra Blaze's uh, ring attire like stands out compared to everyone else's? Yeah, yeah. It definitely looks like... It def not to be mean, but it definitely just looks like Grandma was like, "I got something hip to wear," and just pulled something out the back of the closet. <laughs> it, I I understand why they'd get, why she'd wear something like that, but it it just feels very like you think they'd give her a more modern version of it. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool that she was there. She definitely deserves to be a part of uh, more women's things going forward yeah she, she wasn't in the royal rumble was she i don't think so hmm okay but let's get down to the uh nitty-gritty of the match like we said uh most of the older superstars were thrown out to begin with and uh then we got down to a couple Tamina lasted a lot longer than um, I expected. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a, a moment of her and and Naya doing ooh ah. That was cool. Uh, Tamina versus Nia Jax is like the Braun Strowman versus Big Show feud that went on last year. It's like <laughs> I, I like one of these things. But you're trying to tell me the other one is something that I know damn well it's not. <laughs> yeah. You, that's not working out. You can't fool my brain. It's, it's, it's not going to. We, <laughs> also, we got a Carmella and Ivory dance break. That was good. That was very good, yeah. yeah. Isn't it great how, how, how over the dance break is? I want it more over. I want to see as many dance break shirts as I do Rusev Day shirts. <laughs> now that Rusev Day's over. Yep. We gotta have something else. Dance break. Dance break. They need to give them if they're still running together, uh, during WrestleMania, Carmella and R Truth need to wear Fortnite skins. <laughs> need to like Car like uh, Carmella's like like a clown or something, because that's a popular Fortnite skin right now. And then our truth is like a knight in like armor with like a shield on his back or something like that. Perfect. And are they escorted out by the burger, the Fortnite burger? Yeah, the Fortnite <laughs> burger guy. And All the right, Fortnite burger takes off his mask and it's Sting. 
<laughs> R-Truth and Carmella backstage. All right, on the night of the Royal Rumble, the entire locker room goes, goes into Vince, McMahon Vince McMahon's office and asks him for a Fortnite burger. The look on his face will be awesome. And then Finn Balor wins the Rumble and goes, I did it! I won the fucking Fortnite murder! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the final five were uh, Ivory, Tamina, McCool, and Jackson Oscar? Is that six, maybe? I don't know. It, I'm not a kid. The, the f- it was uh, Ivory, Oscar, Naya. Tamina and Ember Moon, who came out Ember, in a right. badass fucking arm armor. Like we say often, Mortal Kombat, yes. Ember <laughs> Moon should be a guest character for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> that would be cool, but also I don't want to see her get murdered. Yeah, you just. It's like with the Mortal Kombat versus <laughs> DC stuff. You just can't. She, she can't be fatalitized. Is is her fatality? She does uh, an eclipse, but like rips their head off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Good. Um. Yeah, and uh, Ember Moon eliminated Oscar. Sad. Which, I it, it it'd be a bigger deal if, uh, well, Ember Moon didn't win. So, it's not as big of a deal that she bested the one person she couldn't in NXT. Yeah. But, it's... I, that, I think that's the sentiment they're trying to give there, is that Ember Moon and Asuka had a bunch of matches and Ember Moon could never yeah. come out on top. But now that Asuka is uh, dead in the company... Um, Wouldn't it be funny if we put the Japanese girl with the twerking girl and they were friends thank you road dog <laughs> i don't know who did it but uh yeah so did you like the swerve at the end though yeah uh <laughs> that would have been fucking my heart like was that's that's stop what... beating for a second and triple beat it <laughs> that's what happened for me uh selena vega rolls into the ring as ember boot and dia Jax are like both they went over the top rope and they're on the apron, so it's very close. Oh and then god. Zelina Vega comes in and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh god, Vince does love her. Oh please, yeah, that would have. Uh, but she's too tiny idea. to do anything to Naya. Yeah, so Naya just kind of threw her ass out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, she tried to do stuff, but then it just. Uh... <laughs> bounced off because Naya's invincible yeah she's um the the image of Superman being shot with a gun and the bullets are bouncing off and Superman's <laughs> laughing that's just Nia Jax yeah uh so she threw Zelina Vega out of the ring and then we got a match like I said kind of like a short match type thing between Nia and uh Ember Moon and Ember hit her with an eclipse yeah but She's not being uh, Yeah, Naya is the irresistible force. Yeah. And was able to eliminate Ember Moon and then got a shot at the Raw champion, Ronda Rousey. It feels, 
She doesn't get to choose. Nope, it's not the rumble. Yeah, so it's just... Which is cool in kayfabe, because that means winning the rumble is like the ultimate thing. Like, you can... Yeah. <laughs> that's like, you can choose any... They should have they should have Kurt Hawkins win the rumble this year, and then he's like, oh, oh. well, I don't want to start too big, so I'm going to challenge Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States title. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to challenge... Uh... Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what would be uh, funny, if, uh, especially funny about Kurt Hawkins winning the battle, the Royal Rumble, is his first win ever. Those don't they don't count as wins officially. Because oh, Oscar, while she was on her undefeated streak, um, lost a battle royal in NXT. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they don't count. She those. also lost a tag match. I'm pretty sure someone mentioned at one point where she was like partnered with somebody against the Iconics, and uh, Peyton Royce pinned her partner. So technically, that's a loss. But <laughs> yeah, but that they that'd be a good. Or I want Kurt. Haw- this is this is a women's pay per view, but Kurt Hawkins needs to end his streak with a double countout. But, yeah, not Nia Jax won the the twenty woman battle royal, and uh, it makes me think that her title reign was cut short by like a month. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, it was an. I don't think Nia Jax. I don't think she's gonna challenge Rousey originally until like SummerSlam. I don't think. Uh, I think Rousey winning at SummerSlam was a given no matter what, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's meant to be against Alexa. Yeah, I, I, injuries probably just forced this yeah. upon us faster because she needed to spend some time out. Um, and uh, now Nia can be fed to Rousey at TLC, so congrats. That's Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, next we got the May Young Classic final between Tony Storm and we Io did? Shirai. We did. I blinked and then it was over. Yeah, it wasn't very long. It was like ten minutes, maybe. It was. It was ten <laughs> minutes, which you know, for pay per view, that's probably like the normal length of a match, maybe a couple minutes longer. But considering that every match in the May Young Classic was. 15 minutes or longer leading up to this point it did feel like a shorter less satisfying match yeah it was just kind of felt kind of like a spot rush match <laughs> yeah yeah I, maybe the battle royal went long there had to have been like some reason um but yeah they just or maybe it's just because it was like the mayon classic one they're like eh, this is the one people are gonna be the least interested in yeah nobody's really gonna out of everybody here this is the one the least amount of people have a vested interest in that would make sense yeah but, um we got we got we got everything we got the we got the six one nine got the springboard sunset flip. We almost got the moonsault. Almost. But instead we got a... Storm Zero powerbomb. Yeah. It's... She, uh... She... uh, Tony Storm definitely needed the victory more. 
She's yeah. uh, 22 <laughs> and is a little bit fresher. Oh, Yoshirai has back-to-back Wrestler of the Year awards in Japan. So yeah. she'll be just fine. And they're going to be on different uh, brands on NXT. So we'll definitely be getting more of like those two. We'll get both of them at WrestleMania. And be like, their history goes all the way back to the first ever all-women's pay-per-view evolution for the Mae Young Classic Finals. Yeah, there's there's so many cool things you can do with the two of them as like rivals now as a result of this. You know, yeah, Mae Young Classic, NXT and NXT UK Women's Champions, Raw and SmackDown Women's Champions, Survivor Series match, on the same brand now, WrestleMania, you know, and then tag partners for the tag women's belts because they've garnered an interest, or uh, or not interest, a respect for each other over the over the years. And then they're the female version of the bar. I'm into <laughs> this. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And that that solves the problem that Oscar has. You just have Tony Storm cut the promos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's wild. You you could so that that's what like hurts my brain the most about it is like Vince wasn't impressed by her English skills. It's like Brock Lesnar sounds like this, but you just have Paul Heyman talk for him, yeah. and. He's believable as a big tough guy. I just wonder how he would feel if someone he developed and loves went some like if like if Sheamus went to New Japan Pro Wrestling and they were like <laughs> uh, you you have to speak Japanese and then he sucked at Japanese and then uh someone from New Japan was like we're not impressed by his Japanese skills. Like how would Vince be like, well, why are you having him try to speak the language then? It's like, well, that's the point, dude. Why are you having her try to speak the language? Yeah. I just, it, do, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, yeah. But, hey, <laughs> the XFL will be going on when she makes it to main roster, so we're good. Thank God. All right. Um, but it was it was a good match. The, um, the commentary team did a good job, considering they also commentated the entire May Young Classic. Yeah. So. More more Beth Phoenix on commentary also, side note, please. Yeah. More Beth, she's very good on commentary. I would even go as far to say I like her more than Renee Young on commentary. Her excited voice, you know, like when shit's going down, it's it's real like, if it feels real reminiscent of like, uh, JR, like mm-hmm. it, it makes me feel the same way. JR getting excited about a match he did back in the day, like I get like the perk up edge of the seat kind of thing. I think she's real good on commentary. I think it definitely helps that she uh, has experience in the ring. Yeah, Renee she does was... a fine job, but yeah, R- Renee does uh, a really good job. I don't want to take anything away from Renee Young's ability to commentate professional wrestling. Because she's very good at it, and she deserves to be where she is, but Beth Phoenix feels like she could be the female Michael Cole. Uh, next was uh, a match that I think surprised everybody in the world. <laughs> Banks, oh. Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad in Road Dogg's favorite stipulation ever. <laughs> the <laughs> so, the... <laughs> The, the the match went about us about how you'd expect it to go. The yeah. one thing 
is the spot where Bailey covered Sasha. Yes. The That's reason all I wanted to talk about. Here's why it's weird is because Bailey had a goofy fucking smile on her face as she was doing it. Yeah, she's, she's like, she's like, hey, 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 I'm climbing on yeah. top of you, Sasha. Yeah, she was definitely <laughs> giggling. But uh, I like it. Uh, th- look, since WWE officials are handing out We Want Women's Tag Belt signs at every event now. <laughs> Even uh, this one. Yeah, e- yeah. Especially this one. Those two are going to be the very first women's uh, tag team champions. There's no... Definitely. They, they just botched the storytelling of, like... They botched the storytelling and the timing of the, like... Oh, they're friends. Oh, they're going through a rough patch. Oh, they hate each other. Big rivalry. They gotta work through it. Now they're friends and a team. Like, that should have... The, their friends and a team should have happened, like... The, the same time the announcement for the belts happened, and then they should have won them. Because <laughs> they're not on TV, really. So people are forgetting about the fact that all that went on. But this match itself, really good. Yeah, a match that has two of the horsewomen is, is almost always going to be pretty alright. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. But the it's it was just kind of a nice match to have in the middle. I think I called this was going to be the sandwich match, uh, like last week or two weeks ago. But uh, well, it's it it's not as good on TV. <laughs> it's better on pay per views. Yeah, because you you get you get a highlight of all these women being good at their jobs on um without commercial breaks. Like you get get sharpshooters, uh, that that spot where they're all just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> go, go going all in on the on the heels and then they emerge victorious with Banks giving a frog splash because Eddie Guerrero was her biggest inspiration. Yeah. Which if if you're going to have someone be your inspiration, that's a good choice. That's yeah. I don't think she'd be the heel she is today if it wasn't for him. <laughs> and uh uh if you didn't know, she's the best heel in the world. She just doesn't get to do it. Yep. Uh, yeah, pretty good match. Uh, I enjoyed this much better than I assumed it was gonna be. Um. Oh, did um Natalia do a double sharpshooter? Did were we gonna miss that? She sure did for like a couple seconds. It didn't last very long, but she got it. Who who was it? Was it Morgan and Logan? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that was good. More double submissions. I I want Daniel Bryan to put like six people in a yes lock. Remember when Rusev had like three people in the accolade? Yeah, that looked painful. (laughs) How do we get a... How do we get... What's what's like a wild uh, submission? How, How do we get like... The angle lock. How do we get? I want Carmella to do her like standing on what like her her pose submission that I'm sad that she doesn't she do does, every she single does week once a year. Yeah, because such it's a good submission, incredible. Yeah, but have her have like both of the iconics locked up in that. Yeah, that'd be really good. A 
Let's do it. <laughs> um, AJ Lee's Black Widow is also good. Let's not let's gloss past the AJ Lee mention there. Uh, did she show up here? <laughs> Honey, I'm I'm going to New York. I'm going to be on the first ever women's pay per view. No, you're not. You sit down on this couch and play Mario Party with me right now. <laughs> no, you told me you were going to platinum Red Dead Redemption. Paul, I... Or Phil, I don't want to. <laughs> you Both t- names you, start with P. You you told me. You said you're going to. You're very, you're very excited for this game. Who's who's that Kana you keep playing, talk, being in an Xbox Live party with while you play Red Dead? No one... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, goes back to his Vita playing Persona 4 for the 20th time. <laughs> they play video games. Alright, we got Gotta the go end. pick up my $900 worth of comics, be right back. That's when she escapes to WWE. <laughs> After the uh, six-woman tag match, we got uh, the NXT Women's Championship match. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. In Shayna Baszler's rematch for the title. Uh, well, do you just want to talk about the ending? Because I think we've That's talked all that about matters? This. Yeah, we've talked about this feud so much and how we feel about Baszler and Sane a lot that it's just a good idea to talk about how at the end of the match they were outside uh, by, the, by the guardrails and uh, Shayna went over the guardrail via... Kyrie Sane into Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, the other two horsewomen in the four horsewomen of MMA. And that, like, uh, triggered them into um, interfering with the match. Yep. So that is what was able to propel Shayna Baszler to recapturing her uh, NXT Women's uh, Championship. And now the horsewomen. Uh, Shafir and Duke are going to probably be a bigger fixture on NXT TV, which they've been working house shows for a couple months now, so it makes sense that they're yeah. moving on up. And I think this was pretty ag- expertly done. This is this is good. It's, uh, it's I, a good way to introduce them. Uh-huh, I, it yeah. feels weird that they're definitely fast-tracked into a bigger picture. Yeah, because um, who knows how good they are at wrestling. Like, unless you've yeah. seen them, then you don't know if they're good or not. But, yeah. And War Games is in like two weeks, so that's <laughs> yeah. You, that that's that's the thing that makes it less like, oh, they're just gonna have Shayna like injure people more. Is War Games is soon, so we get <laughs> if we're probably gonna have the re re rematch again. Yeah, and uh, it gives it gives our hero a hill to climb. She's been wronged. The referee didn't do his job, and she's battered and beaten, but she has not quit. So, she's lost her treasure. Man, now she has to go um, on another expedition to she's reclaim got, her stolen she, treasure. She's got to get the eternal pose to direct her to the correct island where she can find her treasure. One piece. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Dreamin', uh, don't give it up, Kyrie. <laughs> I asked her if she likes One Piece, but she hasn't responded. She probably couldn't read your message. 
<laughs> or your tweet. Um. Okay, the real main event. Last woman standing match between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. <laughs> My God. Wow, it's the match of the year. Uh, Isn't yeah. it wild how uh, yeah, yeah, last last competitor standing matches when uh, when it's a Triple H production are good? Yeah, and when they're a not Triple H production, they're not good. Yeah, that's it's uh, it's weird how crazy. how the main roster ones have been like they're just longer matches with more finishers, but. You know, instead they did uh, what you're supposed to do with them is make them a street fight with uh, a harder stipulation to win. <laughs> yeah. Where by the end of it, the two people are uh, just exhausted and things have gone on throughout the match that make that believable opposed to someone being... Uh, put in uh, whatever AJ Styles calls his ankle lock for the 50th time. Yeah. That's So what 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 spots do you want to talk about with this uh bonkers last woman standing match? I want to talk about the chairs cuz I'm not sure when this started. I'm sure there is a point that I can go back to and find this. But I, I really do want to know when it started that one person stands on one end of the ring and the other person stands on the other end. That they just throw chairs in. They just <laughs> pull an infinite number of chairs out from under the ring and throw them into the ring. It's always good. It's always good. And I'm not even sure what the point is. Like, after one... You don't need that many chairs. Unless you're going to, like, do a DDT onto the pile of chairs or... It's, a power yeah, bomb onto the pile it's to of chairs. Like, throw, it, to like do something to them on top of all the chairs, or like bury them under the chairs or something. Yeah, that's. I don't. I'm not even sure if that happened during this match, but it was. It's still good. I still. I still like it a lot. Um, and then I want to talk about the swerve at the end. That was good. I was fully believing that uh, Flair was going to uh, was going to win. But, uh, she did not. <laughs> and it, her previously doing the moonsault onto Becky, uh, who was on a table, made it very much like, oh, she's not going to be able to withstand a, a second one of these. This is the end of the match, if she hits this. Yeah. So, <sighs> this, this thing here says, uh, I, I read the phrase somewhere here, jaw dropping. That's what this match was. Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 two spots I want to specifically mention are when Flair tried to moonsault through the table and the table didn't fucking break because she hardly got it. She yeah. hardly touched her. And when that happened, I was just like, "Damn, this is a Triple H production. It's just like an indie show." <laughs> and then, and then she said she got up and she's like, "Well." <laughs> we were told we got to break a table, so she just front flipped on, and and yeah. then it worked. And then the uh, the figure eight threw a fucking ladder. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that was good. That is monstrous. Yeah, I very much so. Uh, I very much so like when a submission is happening 
with like something you know what i mean like i'm using a chair or uh these stairs or something you know like that's that's always like oh fuck how how can they take this but uh hey five star match what do you know i don't even know what its star rating was i didn't look that's fine yeah always look it's a five star in our hearts. Yeah, it's definitely a five star. And hopefully this puts an end to Charlotte going for the title for like a month. This like, just positions Charlotte to win the Rumble, which she probably will. But uh, yeah, I'm assuming pretty heavily that if she if she doesn't win, it'll definitely be like a Roman tease, you know? Roman at the end of all Rumbles, he's there. He's like 25 to 28. Something like that. I can can see her winning and then using it to challenge Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Hey, hey, we just booked the women's division. You just figured it out. (laughs) Until April. (laughs) You figured it out, yeah. That's what's gonna happen. That would make sense. <laughs> Cause and then I also uh, have the bold prediction that Rousey is gonna beat the Bella's record. And how long is that? Not even a year. It's like three hundred sixty days. So Close. It, would need to be, it would need to be a little bit past SummerSlam then, or around SummerSlam. Yeah. <sighs> Might as well. <laughs> That'd be my guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you're going to do with it unless you call up a bunch of women from NXT. It's going to be really cool when uh, when Ronda Rousey is to the point where she's like, I'm the longest reigning women's champion of all time in WWE, besides Fabulous Moolah or Mae Young, obviously. Uh, open challenge. If anyone, wants to, if anyone wants to come out and try to beat me, go ahead. And then you get the... And Bianca Belair comes out and fucking beats Ronda Rousey on her first night and on the main <laughs> roster. Let's do that. And as Ronda Rousey's crying on the ground, she's like, undefeated. She picks her up and fucking presses her a couple times and throws her out of the <laughs> ring and walks off with the bell laughing. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd is just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Cardi B is women's champion. What the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, so... Now it's the, speaking of Ronda Rousey, it's the technical main event. It wasn't actually, but. No. Not that it was bad, but it, it wasn't it was, the best match on the card. It was alright. They they allowed me to believe that Nikki could survive against Ronda Rousey because she has a twin to help her out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what a lot of it was. This was the most interference I've seen in <laughs> a match. Yeah. It's a, it's a twin magic. That's her. That's her finisher, right? Like, didn't. Not that either of us watched Total Bellas or Divas, but I think an episode was on near us at one point in time, and we might have been with an earshot of it. And <laughs> what, Nikki said her finisher was twin magic. Yeah. No, it, I I remember specifically. It's, they were talking. It was right after uh, she got implants, and Bury was like, "This is going to make it harder to do our twin magic thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I remember now. That's not that we were looking at the TV or anything. It was not just that like, we were, not that we were in any way consuming a, a WWE produced 
channel entertainment channel reality show. No, we we're not doing that. We neither of us were excited that more of a, more of it was being queued up to play. But um, yeah, uh, Rousey versus Nikki Bella, like you said, it it made it maybe a little bit more believable with the twin magic. But you know what the twin magic got them? A double whatever that drop is. I don't. The, there's no name to it. The 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 like twisting Samoan drop. Yeah, the rack attack is that what it's called? That's okay. that's I, Bella's. Oh no! So then I don't. There's nothing here then. Uh, <laughs> I I was immensely impressed with Nikki's Alabama slam though. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was something I was gonna mention. Uh, yeah, that was savage. That was a <laughs> that was a rough ass Alabama slam, and Alabama slam is not utilized um, as much as it should be in my mind but i understand it because it's probably pretty fucking painful and dangerous to do they probably don't like doing a lot of that stuff after what happened to cesaro any sort of move that like launches you like that yeah yeah (laughs) true but yeah that also uh nikki is an all right wrestler she's uh she's like usa title caliber yeah if they had a mid-card women's belt she'd be perfect for it yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> well when they announce it she'll she'll probably be one of the first people to have it or tag belts i mean i would give them a run with the tag belts for like a couple months just to be like hey this yeah. makes sense even though that's dangerous because <laughs> the longer that run with those belts goes on the higher the women's division injury list gets <laughs> but uh in in the end though I don't think anyone expected otherwise. The Bellas can look, but they can't touch the women's title, the Raw women's title. Yeah. Arm barred her right back into John Cena's bedroom. (laughs) Good promo. I love that promo. That was good. But afterwards, uh, Rousey celebrated for a while and it felt weird. And then she ran to the top of the ramp where everyone was celebrating her for uh, making women's wrestling popular. Yeah. Lots of faces up there at the top of the ramp. She also um, uh, gave a shout out to Roman. Did you hear that? That was pretty good. I did not. That's what she was screaming into the mic when she was on that top rope. She was screaming um, about how Roman's got this and they're all waiting for him and pulling for him. So yeah, nice. Um, uh, first ever women's pay per view. I I can't wait for Evolution two. I can't either. I can't wait for Evolution to be a yearly thing. It pretty it's much has to be at this point. Yeah, I think. I don't know what the sales were like for the tickets. I think they said it was sold out. Um, but. I think it's something that should that should definitely happen every year and it's something that will only become more popular as you do it. Definitely yeah. make it part of that big four. Or I guess then big five. We'll play Survivor series with it. Vince doesn't like it. Yeah. I don't like Survivor series either. Just 
for the millionth time I've said on this podcast, just do the champion versus champion thing at the fucking pay-per-view called Clash of Champions, where the champions clash. But that's not anyway, even a pay-per-view this year, so it's okay. You want to talk about Monday Night Raw? I sure do. Um, it, it sure was a start that I, I did not want. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't expect it, but I should have. I think everybody should have expected it, considering Friday is uh, upon us and still happening. So, uh, yep yeah. they they gotta address the universal title match, uh, and guess what, the Monster Among Men and uh, the Beast uh, interact. Guess guess what, people forgot that a month and a half ago. Uh, Brock Brock Lesnar was a bad guy because he never showed up, but now that he showed up, music and they're excited. Now that he showed up, they're like, they get a massive boner and they're like, Suplex City, Suplex City. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why all of a sudden people are excited that Brock is there. Maybe it was just a couple crowds that were like, yeah, boo Brock, boo. I don't know. Paul Heyman did an okay job about talking about Crown Jewel. And then Braun Strowman was like, you're going to get get my 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 glands. Because he's got, like, venom glands in his neck. He's going to spit oh, venom. Oh, shit. His, his beard hides him, but he can, like, spit venom out of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's going he's, <laughs> to... Brock Lesnar's going to get those glands. How is he not already every champion in WWE? <laughs> he, he, he's saving him for the beast. And he's going to oh, spray okay. Brock in the eye. And he's going to be like, oh, no, and then get pinned. That would be more interesting than what we'll probably get, so... <laughs> And then uh, Finn, uh, they, uh, he power slammed Baron Corbin and then got hit by an F5. So. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Fucking Baron Corbin talking about how he... Didn't he say he hopes Roman never comes back because the belt <sighs> looks good on him? It's... That's... It, it's a fine thing to do, but it's just be, be like... Just say it in a different way. Like, I'm sure glad circumstances are what they are, because this belt looks real good on me. Like, don't. This is the way there's like I, the, I like the guy, but professionally. Like, don't just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, just don't mention that like that. That was weird. Uh, but I think the idea of him being like, "Ooh, this belt feels real good on my shoulder. I might keep this." Like, that's good. Continue to have him do that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but just the way it was done was weird. Uh, so yeah, that's it for like Crown Jewel, uh, Universal Title m- matchup, build up stuff. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Lashley. Lashley. Yeah. Lashley. Lashley, 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 Lashley. <laughs> Lashley. My man, man of the hour, Lashley. Lashley. He looks like money. He smells like money. That's the weirdest thing. I don't like that one. <laughs> it smells, smells like, like money. Because you could say so many other things. Like, he looks like money. He moves like money. He performs like money. This man is made of money. 
but it smells like I don't. Money doesn't have like a smell. It just smells bad. Like it's it a thing that a lot of people have touched. It's a big sweaty man in the ring. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense if he's trying to say Bobby Lashley smells bad. But I don't like that. Yeah. There was there was a promo a couple weeks ago where they were talking to Charlie Caruso or Caleb Braxton or someone, one of those not Renee Youngs. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but uh, he he went, have you smelt this man? He smells like money. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I don't uh, like the smells like money part. This is, uh, crowds don't react to this at all because... They boo it. They definitely yeah, boo the Lashley boo chant. The, the crowds, because they're confused as to why uh, Kevin Hart is screaming into a microphone over and <laughs> over again. Fuck. <laughs> but Where's <it's>... The Rock? <laughs> That's not The Rock. That's Bobby Lashley. Where's The Rock, damn it? <laughs> For, like, <laughs> enjoyable segments, like, 90% of it is a slog, but it pays off when... Uh, Finn Balor is starting to get ahead, and then Leo Rush gets mad and interferes, and then as then Bobby Lashley like basically full Nelson's Finn Balor as uh, Leo Rush is like angrily going Lashley, Lashley, <laughs> in the microphone in his face. Yeah, the the aftermatch thing is the only thing really here to talk about, um, where they kind of just jumped him. And Bobby Lashley was holding Finn Balor's shoulders back while Leo Rush like screamed in his face and slapped him continuously. That's good. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, and, and I did see something recently again that Vince McMahon is even more impressed over the last couple of weeks with Leo Rush. So, <laughs> uh, big pushes for this man. Big pushes are coming. I think. I, I like the idea of that because, as we found out during this broadcast, 205 Live is on its last limbs. <laughs> it's it's I, hanging by like two fingers left on the cliff. I, I took it as something a little bit differently during this broadcast hmm. than 205. I think 205 Live's probably fine for now, at least for maybe another six to eight months. Mania. Uh, maybe a little bit past that, but mm. I took that thing, which is the Lucha House Party premiering on Raw as they don't fucking have anyone to perform. So just who's who's here? You guys, come on, okay. let's go. I definitely took it as like we have like seven injured dudes. We need people out here to do something. Yeah, at least they're doing so, that instead of a filling it with nonsense segments. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's that's completely fine, and it, it I think it works out more as like uh, we don't have anybody, and what's the what's the best way to capitalize on this from all angles? Rey Mysterio's back, Lucha Libres, Lucha House Party, put them out there. Maybe we can get them some, maybe we can get them some hype because of Rey Mysterio, and also <laughs> it works as we don't have anybody. Yeah. So. Uh. 25 Live has been great the last like three weeks. It's been incredible. That's what um, I've heard. <laughs> um, and we got, uh, it took 40 minutes into the show for them to acknowledge, besides the like pictures that pop up, for them to acknowledge the first ever album's pay per view happening. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh... No, that was the other show. Never mind. Yeah, it took them quite a while. And then... We got... The Road Dog Boner. See, it's obnoxious, but the match was just... You want to see some wild shit? Here you go! Yeah. Because it was just a... <laughs> It was basically all the face women that uh, are willing to appear on Raw and all the heel women that are willing to appear on Raw. All in one big-ass five-woman tag match. Or ten-woman tag. Five on each team. Yep. Jeez. Like, the, uh, the end... The end of the match when they're just like... Where it's like the end of All In, where D- no one's tagged in. No one's yeah. officially in. It's just, alright, do everything. Bailey and Alita doing a twist of fate together. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. it's It was legit. Just like, okay, you sharpshooter her. You right kick her. Uh, we're going to twist of fate her. And <laughs> then... Gonna Meteora. Gonna, gonna Stratisfaction. Gonna... Yeah. And then uh, how did how did this match end? I don't even know. I think it was a bank statement, maybe, or a or a sharpshooter. Yeah, it was the sharpshooter. It was sharpshooter. Okay, yeah. So that's you're you're right. It was just a lot of like spot here, spot there, spot <laughs> everywhere. Match is over. <laughs> Which but, I'm uh, fine with. That's that's yeah, what wrestling's cool. all about. Yeah, you, we got to cool see some cool shit out of this match. That's important, and. Uh, I'm not sure what Trish and Lita are going to do for the next five, six months. But I'm fine I'm with glad. them just popping up and being yeah. like, hey, yeah. talent, you're going down. <laughs> I I assume I assume if we're getting women's tag belts, there's probably going to be some sort of tournament, and they're probably going to be a team in it. They'll probably be in the finals. Uh, yeah, I could, I could believe that. Tournaments. Triple H loves them. They're good. They, yeah, they're cool. I love tournaments too. Uh, afterwards, we got we got a strange. Uh, no, Elias is a face now, and yep. it didn't fully click into my brain until he left the ring without saying anything bad about where he was at. Yeah, because oh he's, wow, I didn't even notice. <laughs> He he didn't say anything bad about the town, and the thing it's it's great because he's gotten across something that we haven't had in a good way since Stone Cold is that you can have someone be a face, but they're still like an asshole and like rough around the edges. They're not like yeah. clean cut. I am do gooder Christian boy from Georgia. This is the house that I built, not to name names. Um. <laughs> Where I smile a lot, <laughs> Elias, because he's like, because he he tec- he technically turned face by smashing guitar over someone's back, and then he uh, when he's walking back, so he's like, you know, I got I need to bring my concert to to Baron Corbin, and as he's walking through there, Dana Brooke is like, hey, can you play me a song? <laughs> no, I can't. Not for you. And keeps walking. Like he's still, he's still like the arrogant asshole that he is. But he's not yeah. like gonna tell you that you don't deserve to live because of where 
because of where you live. Yeah, it's not. It's like when The Rock had all that money, and he was just like, I don't remember what the context of this was. I think I saw a GIF of it recently where The Rock just had a ton of money, and he just like, he was like, you want to you want to tip to like the valet guy, and he's like, here, one hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. All of it. There you go. Get out of my face. He just gave the guy like three thousand dollars. But I mean, it's like, I mean, he's an asshole. But sure, that's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he was singing to uh, <laughs> Baron Corbett outside his his office, Ginger uh, popped up, and Ginger <laughs> jumped him. Isn't it, like, kind of jarring when uh, Elias talks when he's out of the ring and you can hear him and f- hear him clearly because he has the, like, headset? Like, when he was walking up the ramp and he pointed at the guy and he's like, don't cry, man, you're still going to get your concert. Like, it, like I jumped back a little bit and I was like, oh, wait, he doesn't have a microphone. <laughs> but then, I, then my brain realized. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, it, is, it is funny. Um... He's definitely just a face now, and yeah. there's a lot think, of shuffling going on do you think with this faces is and like heels. Part of the injury thing, or do you think this is part of the plan? It's my it's, my brain thinks it's partially because they're trying to fucking fix their roster because they're losing guys left and right. And I also think it means he's going to be the push. He's going to be next push. I think it's both. I think you're right. It's definitely a lot of shuffling because you got to make sure you have good guy, bad guy for your feuds. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably part of the plan too. Uh, but it's just the plan um, accelerated. It's probably yeah. something that maybe would have started happening like a couple months down the line, maybe six months down the line or so. Yeah. Um, but because you need something now. Uh, it's better to do it now. And I like that it's happening now because I'm going to level with you. I was getting a little bit tired of, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. And then, you know, the cheap... You know, the stuff that happened in Seattle, that was good. <laughs> Overall, I was definitely getting to the point where I was like, yep, Elias is going to say something about how Yamaha, Nebraska sucks. You know, That's probably what it what it was like backstage, too. It's like, we can't write anything fresh for this guy anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's a really good timing. I do have more to say about that sort of shuffling, but I'm going to wait until we talk about SmackDown. Okay. And this is my uh, long-form prediction, is I feel like what's going on with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is going to carry on beyond a title, and I feel like because the creative's brain doesn't know how to process face versus face, uh... Dean will will inadvertently help Elias take his first belt. Yeah. Elias Which, hasn't had a title in WWE at all yet, has he? Nope, not even NXT. So. Nope. So it's, <laughs> he's he's it's a man who now. deserves it. He's a good he's a good wrestler. He has the charisma. It's not just cuz my mom likes him, but that helps. Yeah. Jory mom, it's time. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> it is time. And I think he should win it at uh, Rumble. I, I think. think that would be the perfect timing, too, yeah. So, um, and it can be earlier on, so you can have Seth Rollins in, and maybe he wins the Rumble for his brother or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, then he Elias got attacked by Jinder Mahal and had a match with Jinder Mahal, but it was just his first match as a as a face, and he beat Jinder Mahal. He beat who a year ago, who 364 days before this match was a champion, was world champion. Oh my god! <laughs> How many times have I told you I miss Jinder Champ? Maybe once or twice. Yeah. I don't know if I miss Jinder Champ. I'm just tired of AJ Champ. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Not that AJ Styles is, is a bad champion or anything. I'm just like all, all of his, all of his like champion promos are all like the same thing. Like this is the house I built, and what the heck are you doing, man? You're crazy. And then he beats him yeah. up, and then he wins. That, that's that's what would be nice if it if his feuds were a little more than the bad guy pushing him to his edge, even though. Yeah. Uh, I have something weird to say about, I have something to say about the weird, uh, promo segment at the beginning of SmackDown. Um, the Authors of Pain versus Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, and The Ascension. Bobby Roode and his son, excuse you. Bobby Roode and his son, uh, Chad, Chad, Chadison Gable. Chad, I was gonna say Chadwick, but that's too close to Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that doesn't sound as funny. I was trying to think of what Chad is short for. Chad <laughs> Am I doing it right, Dad? Did I say Glorious right? Yeah, yeah, son, we'll go get you some V Bucks. Please get out of my face. <laughs> this this match is, was a waste of a of a segment. Yep. Uh, because of the new way that they're doing the triple threat tag matches, um, where only two people are tagged in, it's weird, and basically all it was is so the authors of pain lose, but they're still scary even though they don't win. Yeah, they didn't win, but they still stomped, uh, was it Rude and Gable? Was all four of them after the match. So, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, that's good, and... I think everything's a little bit ironed out for me as of right now. Uh, we don't have to talk about this segment uh, later on, but if Authors of Pain are coming out on top in uh, situations like this and the Revival are losing to teams like the Lucha House Party, it's very obvious that the Authors of Pain are the guys that they're going to go with with the tag titles moving forward, which did not show up on the show at all. Nope, because we don't know the state of them right now. Yeah, uh, which is what being gets addressed held by two guys who hate each other. Which is being addressed right after. Well, one of them hates the other, probably, maybe. Sound, sounded like Seth hated Dean. S- Seth is Seth is hurt, so he's and he's frustrated. Yeah, yeah, he's this, definitely this, frustrated. The segment is Seth Rollins in a Continental and Tag Team Champion. He has two belts. Two belt Rollins came out, but only with one belt. You know, the white one, the one that uh, The Miz made relevant again. Mm-hmm, um, he did. Yep. yep. He very much so did. And he came out and he's like, hey guys, I want to come out here and be excited for all the fans and everything. And be, be happy and full of energy. But after I got betrayed last week, especially with the hard, the hard news and everything, um, I just... Dean, come on, man. Come on out and let's talk about this. I need to know what's going on, what's going through your head. And then Dean comes out, sort of. Dean's music hits, and it takes forever, which is always funny when that happens. 
no matter whose music, no matter the situation, it's funny for someone to just stand in the ring expecting <laughs> someone to come out, and no one does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you hear people screaming, which means the shield's coming out. So Dean came out of one of the uh, people entrance ramp things, whatever those, the tunnels. Yeah, the Stairway? tunnels. Stairways. And... Yeah. He didn't. He had a microphone, but he didn't use it at all this entire segment. He just stood there making a mean face as Rollins is like, "What the fuck, dude? Come on, tell <laughs> me what's going Rollins. on. Yeah. What? Tell us why you. Tell me why you did this. When I did this to you and Roman, I explained to you why I did it. I said it right to your faces why I did something like that. And Roll, how come no one talks about how good Rollins is at emotion? Are they too impressed by by uh, his in ring feats? I, th- it's probably because he doesn't have. Uh, maybe it's just because of timing. Like we've started mm. watching during. It's probably right now. It's going to start being talked about more because of everything that's going on with Dean. But previously, with the Dean tag team title stuff and the reunification of the Shield, it wasn't a whole lot. So maybe you think we just missed out on it. Okay, but uh. Yeah, he's he's great on the mic. Yeah, the the segment was was good. I wish Dean would have said something. Would have been just like, nah, and walked out. But it's it's just the uh, it was Seth just kind of screaming at a wall and then getting mad, and yeah. I. I uh, I'm I'm sad to see where this will go because it's a it's a heart wrenching story. It's definitely going to be emotional when uh, I see it as like a pay per view and Seth refuses to hit Ambrose with the with the blackout because he's just too he just loves him too much. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's good. <laughs> it's good that this is going on right now. Uh. And I don't know how much of it will be used with the We Were Brothers thing with Roman and everything, uh, but... My, my uh, hope is by, like, Survivor Series, they phased out mentioning Roman in promos. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not necessary. You can just say We Were Brothers, yeah. you know? I, I, I totally get why they'd be, uh, they're doing that kind of thing, but after a little bit, they need to let, like... He's not on the show. You need to let like other stuff take its take its course. Yeah, yeah. and, and if, if people you know, it's it sucks to say, but you know, out of sight, out of mind sometimes. So people just you know, they're just kind of like, oh, Roman's recovering. Everything's probably pretty good. I checked on Twitter. He's giving thumbs up. He's fine. Probably making a return soon. And then you know, like, just one Monday night or like at a rumble, just burn. It was like okay, yeah, cool. Oh, I can't wait. I yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, but they these. I'm I'm starting to think the shield is cursed because remember when they tried to put the shield back together last year and things fell apart and then yeah. happened again. Um. Then we got a match that. 
Is is it is because Ronda Rousey is a face and Nia Jax has to just be a mean bitch again? Yeah. Is that what this is? Yeah. This is seriously, like, this is this is like I'm not That's what I said, character. Feed her. This is not character assassination, but this is like, it's it's like in uh when the experienced death comes out in Gauntlet Dark Legacy and you like he de levels you. That's what they're doing to Nia Jax. They're like <laughs> regressing her character because yeah, she broke Which out is sort of this character assassination. Oh, she broke out of this uh, toxic relationship with uh, a tiny mean girl who was using her and was was being mean to her behind her back. And she's she won. She conquered her bully. She's a proud woman and like she doesn't work. Like she doesn't feel bad about her body and stuff. And now she just has to be like, you know what, Ember Moon? You're tiny and I can beat you. You suck, lol. Yeah. Why are you asking her questions? Ask me questions. I won the Battle Royal. And it's just like, yeah. okay. Sure. So uh, they then had a match sanctioned by our acting general manager, Baron Corbin. And it was a match. And you know what happened at the end? Tamina came out. I mean, it was like, you know what, Naya? I'm I'm big too, so we rivals now. And then, okay, yeah. You know, you know what? I couldn't yawn any harder. Here's here's what makes it what sells me on the fact that Tamina isn't someone they should be doing this with. Is trying to push her into like a mean role. Is she's fine at wrestling? It's whatever. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't have a presence to her. Uh, she mostly makes me, reminds me of, like, my aunts when I go visit my dad's side of the family. Because Guamanian is pretty close to Savoan. <laughs> Savoan. It's got a similar concept, an island in the middle of the ocean. Um, yeah. So she just looks like a random, like, cousin or aunt that I'd have. Maybe that's <laughs> part of it. But I don't think I've ever heard, heard her talk on the microphone in the last year she was gone for most of it but i don't think i've ever heard her talk on the microphone i imagine there's a reason she's i know really there's bad at it i know there's partially a reason why bailey doesn't get to talk i think she just doesn't have like she can't get her voice ready for tv so it doesn't sound like wrestling more so than she's just bad but there's reasons why she's not talking so makes it hard to believe anything when they don't push her forward to like you think if, if she was a serious thing they would have had her be like hey I'm back and me scary uh, yeah I also I'm, can't I'm, imagine I'm... anyone with legitimacy well I mean Rusev is but he's married to her but if you're managed by Lana because <laughs> she's managed by Lana when I f started watching again you yeah. probably forgot about that but <laughs> Holy crap, I did, yeah. That's just two very easily forgettable things, I suppose. Lana managing Tamina. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. It just seems like it's going to be a TV feud, and then we'll move on. Yeah. But. Hey, uh, Dolph Ziggler talked about how he was going to be the best in the world and win the uh, WWE World Cup at Crown Jewel, and then he beat Apollo Crews. Yep, <laughs> that's the extent of that's the extent of that. I'm happy Apollo Cruz is on TV because, uh, yeah, um, that means a push is possible. 
I also um skipped even though we talked about it a little bit, you skipped over Lucha House Party for the one thing I got I gotta oh, point out about yeah. Lucha House Party. Boy do white people love music. We've talked about it a lot, but it was mm-hmm. with Noe Jose and the New Day and stuff. People just get in our truth, people get really into it. Still the effect is still there with luchadors. People the the, the party music, you know. Everyone going, Lucha, 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 Lucha. It's a hit on 205 Live because people are just... Remember when we watched Main Event, how just like the pop for Ascension was nuts because people are just ready to hear the music and watch guys fight. So like the first (laughs) thing on, on 205 Live, like last week or two weeks ago was the Lucha House Party coming out, and it was just deafening. Just, Lucha! And just everybody in the fucking crowd is doing it. So, like, yeah. It's, uh... It's... it's They do love it. And it's a good thing to love. Lucha House Party. They got some of the best wrestlers in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, Grand Mentalik is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world. Uh... Kalisto is a multi-belt champion, right? Yeah, he had a he had a tag belt and a United States belt at one point. I think he was United States champion a couple times. Obviously, racked up those uh, cruiserweight uh, reigns against Enzo. That was a god. That was the dark times for Two Hundred Five Live, right there. So what's going to happen on 205 Live? Enzo's going to come out and call Kalisto Kawisto or something. And God, that sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah, they they do get into the Luchador chant now. I love it. Dolph, and, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Kurt Angle will be cool at Crown Jewel. But we're not going to talk yeah. about it, so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, be cool. we ended with grandpas for hopefully the last goddamn time. Grandpas yelling at each other. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They're going to rest in peace. All right. There's Let's... there's one thing that sums up that they still fucking end raw on this. Is the look on Shawn Michaels' face when The Undertaker did a sit-up thing was just a look of just complete boredom. He's like, oh. Like, he did, it, nothing moved. Neither of them were... Because as soon as he was knocked down, I was like, okay, he's he's gonna he's gonna do the thing. His copyright logo's about to pop up, he's gonna do the thing. And then that happened. <laughs> I, I do yeah. like uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels just being, like, kind of goofy with this segment. But that's, that's all yeah, I have the, to say Yeah, that classic it. DX. Yeah. That's good. But I, I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm glad it'll hopefully be done because they don't have to impress any Saudi princes anymore. Until they do another show in April. <laughs> hopefully not, but m- most likely, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about SmackDown Live? I sure do. Um, Me too. We didn't say it, but uh, Lashley is replacing John Cena in the World Cup. Oh yeah, they yeah. During the Lashley segment, uh, Leo Rush got an email that Baron Corbin wanted to... It's it's little storytelling things, but I'm so glad it happened. And then uh, Baron Corbin was like, hey, you guys are replacing the person who didn't actually qualify. Great detail. Yeah, he didn't have a qualifying match, so take him out of there. 
and Bobby Lashley's going to be in the Crown Jewel World Cup tournament, so <laughs> he's going to be facing Seth Rollins in the first round, I guess. So yeah. we know who's going to win that match. <laughs> Unless Dean interferes. <laughs> so we got we got to kick off. We kicked off SmackDown Live with champion AJ Styles. He's like, you know what? I'm at home, and I want to talk to Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan came out. He's like, hey, I respect you, but you're not someone I'm supposed to respect right now. We're supposed to hate each other for the belt. And AJ Styles was like, well, you know what? I meant to kick you, you fucking dick. And then for the rest of this promo segment, AJ Styles was basically a heel. Yeah. He was like, it was beyond just like, like kind of haha ribbing each other. We're, we're competitors. He was just being an asshole to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I, I, I saw, I saw stuff that there might be a Styles heel turn soon. I mean, you gotta do something. You've been doing the same fucking thing for a year, so. Uh, which I be- I'm willing to believe. If AJ Styles like basically spearheaded Bullet Club, I'm willing to believe he was good at that. So. I think he. I think he showed up to Bullet Club after. Good Brothers and mm. and Finn did, but I, th- I I think he led it for a while because I think those three, came to WWE before he did. So. Yeah. Yeah, so he he definitely was the leader of Bull Club, probably with uh, Tama Tonga for a while. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and this is they're, they're like they're both like, why don't we do this right here, right now? And everyone's like, woo! I can't wait for this to get ruined. And then Shane McMahon comes out. It's like, you know, I'm back on TV. And, <laughs> and you know, week after week, we see these superstars come out and say, won't we just fight right now? And it never happens. But there's a SmackDown Live, and I'm back. So, why don't we do it right? Let's get a ref out here. Let's do it right here, right now. Impeccable Shane impression. That's yeah. very good. That's very good. <laughs> I, I, can, I, I, I don't ever do voices, but I can match his cadence very well. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very good. Uh, <laughs> and the the a ref came out, and we got a uh, a match that was not fit for TV. It was fit for a pay per view. It was almost an hour long, and it had a shit ton <laughs> of commercial breaks. Yeah, a lot of not actually seeing the match. It was they uh, AJ Styles kept hurting that uh kept hurting Daniel Bryan's leg. That's yeah, which is you know they gonna they gotta write him off of Crown Jewel or out of Crown Jewel somehow. So yeah, because this happened because Daniel Bryan won't go to Crown Jewel. Yeah, which he he actually he actually was planning on not going before any of the stuff happened. I believe that. that yeah, because there's someone else who Finn. I think Finn also does not go. He he didn't. I don't think he went last time. Did he? No, he was he in the Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah, he went to Greatest Royal he, Rumble, he but was, he okay, didn't. Yeah. He didn't have his uh, gay pride shirt like he did the week before and the week after. Yeah, so. and I don't think he's. I don't think he's going this time. So that would. I don't blame him because it's yeah. directly against the Bower Club worldwide 
yeah that he has going on yeah i did forget that he was at the greatest royal rumble but uh yeah so it makes sense that the knee thing went on because like oh now he can't be there but not to uh do you have spots you want to talk about from this match um the fucking styles clash attempt that was nuts i think i maybe missed that that was like Daniel Bryan oh. tried to do head scissors, then AJ Styles immediately locked him in, and then they like flipped around, and Daniel Bryan still got the head scissors. But that is wild. This yeah. is that is like that is something that <laughs> these men are well deserving of their place going for this belt. That is yeah, and, and also the uh, like when Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan did that thing off the top turnbuckle and basically just destroyed the side of his body I can't remember the exact move but it was I think I remember seeing the welt it was terrifying yeah. but uh, AJ Styles kept punishing that knee and applied the calf crusher and won calf crusher that's what it's called they called the Styles lock earlier <laughs> This is how much I check out during AJ Styles matches at this point because I just know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, uh, so AJ Styles is still champion, but the match with Daniel Bryan already happened, so who's he going to face at Crown Jewel? Oh, AJ. <laughs> and then Samoa Joe comes out and is like, You forgot about me! <laughs> and put him in the coquina clutch, yeah? He put both of them to sleep. That's what, oh what, shit! What what the and then of course he gets the match at Crown Jewel. What I'm hoping is that when the title moves, it's a triple threat match between these three because that'll be a fantastic match. That'll be a good ass match, yeah. Daniel Bryan, great Ring of Honor talent. Samoa Joe holds a big Ring of Honor um, title reign. He's the longest reigning Ring of Honor. Uh, champion uh behind him are nigel mcginnis uh commentator for 205 live in nxt and who just moved into third place jay lethal jay lethal and jay yeah. lethal is a big deal for that yeah. to be happening for him yes yeah it's very cool that he's on in that top three now Love you, black machismo that's that's what i'm hoping when the title moves to either joe or the the dream is that joe wins it at uh, Crown Jewel, and then TLC, AJ Styles uses his rematch clause, and then Daniel Bryan gets pushed into it as well. But Or that, but um, Daniel Bryan doesn't get pushed into it, he just interferes in some way that causes like a double countout or a disqualification, even if it's just standing there. And then they save it for Royal Rumble, because that would be... But then Daniel Bryan can't win the Rumble. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he can win the match and the Rumble? No, he doesn't have to win the match, but he can win the, oh, okay. <laughs> the Rumble still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if I don't expect anything major to happen at Crown Jewel. So, because of no. this, we're going into Survivor Series. We're looking at Braun versus Bra Braun or Brock versus AJ Styles. Hopefully it's Braun, because I don't want to see AJ Styles versus Brock. I don't want to see AJ Styles get f 5 20 times. Hey, you can watch that. That's what happened last year. That's, yeah. I mean... Actually, a pretty good match. Not just, like, f finisher spam. It's just a lot of, like, AJ leading Brock around to spots. But 
it's pretty good. Uh, I definitely don't want to see it again. Uh, yeah. Braun versus uh, Samoa Joe would be pretty cool. I know they had an amount of a rivalry during the whole, hey, we got to get the Universal title off of Brock <laughs> and him and Roman and uh, and uh, Joe tried to for a while. Uh, but like you said, Joe's definitely not winning at Crown Jewel. So it's probably going to be AJ versus Braun, hopefully, but that all depends on the gamble that yeah. uh, Vince is willing to take with that belt. Yeah. And the UFC. Um, but the segment after is the best segment ever. So I guess it's just like a, a Halloween thing for them to do yeah. a, a, a street fight, Trick a Halloween street, street fight. fight. Yeah. But we got... <laughs> You know, they're like, all Atlanta and the New Day. And then it cuts from uh, Big E shouting in a microphone into the Brood's entrance theme. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. And then they come out in fucking long-haired wigs and, like, vampire fangs. So, Xavier was Edge. Kofi was Christian, and obviously, I don't know if if you thought of the brood, or if you thought of New Day cosplaying as the brood, Biggie is gangrel. Like, come on. Yeah. That's, duh. <laughs> Excellent. And they came out in full tire, and they did, like, the brood entrance theme. Entrance the only thing like I don't thing think and- they did was the... No, the blood is something that would happen afterward. It was something that yeah. happened randomly to people to like mark them. Okay. Yeah. I had and, some sort of memory with blood. I don't know. And, and then <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro, they do their thing, and then they like do the fusion dance. And, like the, when the bright lights are off, or, like they cut to normal lights. You see that that Sheamus has like is covered in white powder, so he's even more white. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was like a it was like a Celtic uh, like monster or god or something. Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That he was that he was dressed as I think. Yeah, and I, Cesaro's Kel- Kel- too fucking yeah. cool to dress up for Halloween. <laughs> like, so, so, like Celtic uh, spirits and stuff are terrifying, but it's just yeah. really funny that Sheamus was just more white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the big show was uh, the most terrifying thing of all. Still having to do that when you're seven feet tall and almost fifty. He was the most terrifying thing of all at a wrestling event himself. Just <laughs> being mean now. And the match was, was fun. We got multiple spots of people just fucking getting thrown onto pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> it's much better than last year's Trick or Street Fight, I'll tell you that. It's still not a premise that I love, but uh, last year's was just Rhino. Uh, Slater and the Ascension throwing like pumpkin guts at each other, and Rhino was dressed as a woman. <laughs> these are these are people. Uh, if the New Day is a part of it, that you can't go wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> it was good fun. Like uh, I love seeing people getting like thrown onto pumpkins. The suplex which... on the pumpkins look painful, and it's funny. Like <laughs> I, I imagine it's probably not that painful because they're like super hollowed out pumpkins. Yeah. And 
they they sprayed a <laughs> they got both Cesaro and the Big Show with a blood spray, <laughs> <laughs> and and then one, and as they were leaving the arena, uh, Xavier took an apple and was trying to eat an apple with his fangs. <laughs> it was good. New Day as the Brood was excellent. More of this, please. Uh, but, and afterwards we got, hey, Shinsuke Nakamura is on TV. He's, wow. He, he's got his contract obligated one match a month per having the belt. <laughs> and now he's in a, but it's not a title match against R-Truth, but like, they, they keep, why it couldn't be, but... they keep doing this thing where they're like, he's, he, he's picky. Who, who he, who he, uh, who he's after for it. It's like, I don't think he's defended the title since he won it. Like, on a pay-per-view, he hasn't. On TV, he has a couple of times. And I don't know what the problem with making this a title match would have been. Just make it a United States title match. What's it going to do? Like, he's going to win no matter what. R-Truth is not going to beat him for that belt. But at least have him do something. And he's... It says here, Nakamura is so lost in his role on SmackDown. You can't be lost when there isn't a role. Like (laughs) When they don't... There is... The other thing I can think of is that they're, like, trying to cool off the USA title because it was a mess. That, or they just are in contract negotiations and they're just, like, positioning or something. Like, I don't don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. And you can't push the idea of the president of Knock America or any of this other stuff if he's only on TV, like twice a month and he's not having title matches at pay-per-views or anything so. yeah uh, but hey Carmella sings uh, What's Up with R-Truth now she sings like actual verses of it so that's really yeah. cool it seemed to mess R-Truth up but they'll get better <laughs> people over there what's up I wonder if at house shows he does it because oh I bet he does yeah. he, he definitely does that'd be yeah. uh, I'd love to be sit, sit there and then hear his music hit see I like and it's something I noticed during the Battle Royal, um, even though it's partially because she's close to home and it's the first women's pay-per-view, it's just a hype crowd. But when her music hits, people go nuts now. And yeah. mm-hmm. partially it's because if she's coming out on SmackDown, you know right after R-Truth is coming. Oh, well, while we're at the segment, you, you didn't see it during the pre-show. But there's a really good segment during the pre-show where they had Carmella at, like, the table where they do their bullshit analysis. Yeah. And R-Truth came up. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so happy for the women's evolution, and I support them fully, and that's why I'm entering in the the Battle Royal so I can face Carmella for the SmackDown Women's title. And <laughs> he was wearing sunglasses, and they explained to him, it's like, no truth, it's, it's, it's just for women. You, I'm happy for your support, I'm glad you're supporting this, but you can't, you can't be a part of this. And he, like, slowly took off his sunglasses and kind of, his eyes looked like they are welling up. He's like, oh, all right, I, I understand, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> the man is, That's is great. This, this is a good match. It's just it didn't mean anything because Nakamura was never on TV. Yeah. It was definitely it was definitely the hits for the two of them, but uh, it's it was good. I like both these guys and seeing them. But uh, we gotta figure we gotta figure out what's going on with Nakamura and you yeah. know our truth. He can do no wrong. 
Yeah. Um, we got. You know who the man is? Becky. Becky Lynch. She's the man. She's the man. She came out because uh, she's like, you know what? I'm the best. I have the most important title in the company. And I'm going to break. I'm going to rip off Ronda Rousey's arm. And because Survivor Series is coming up, you got to build up fake tension that doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, this match will be probably pretty good. They did with they did with this though because there was a there was the WWE.com thing after Evolution yeah. where they met each other. So I don't know why these things go on on WWE.com, but it's Becky's gonna get fed to Rousey, but it's okay because she'll probably put up a better no. fight. I don't think she's gonna get fed. I don't think anyone's gonna win that match. Oh, you don't? You think it's gonna be like a tie? I think it's gonna be a double countout. Hmm, that'd be a bold move. You definitely should not have who is considered to be the best superstar in your company right now overall lose to someone you're trying to push. I know that sounds really like, well, no shit, but they're going to do it because they're WWE. But you really don't want Becky to lose momentum on a non-title match. And if you have a double countout, then you have more position to do a cool rivalry revival later on with these two. Opposed to just like... Yeah, Becky tapped, or you know, Ronda Pinder. Like that doesn't that doesn't do anything for either of them, and that just harms who is potentially your most popular superstar in the company right now. That's not a good idea. Other than Ronda, obviously, Ronda has that mainstream appeal. But yeah, this match is exciting because they both do arm bars, basically. <laughs> yeah, so it's so the 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 like narrative of the match is who's gonna lock it in first. Yeah. Um. Maybe they'll lock arm bars in on each other. I don't know how that would... I don't even think that would work, but do it. Have them both tap out at the same time. <laughs> and also, Charlotte is the first person announced to lead a Survivor Series team. and She's leading the women's team. and She she said she didn't want to. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> she probably will, yeah. yeah. Um, And then we got... We ended the night with a match that's just like fan service, but also a scary thing earlier in the show. They had all four of these men are in the World Cup, and Shane McMahon said whoever loses in against the Raw Superstar is fired, which is a weird punishment for who could who through the the logic of this tournament is the best wrestler the best on SmackDown. On, on SmackDown, yeah, that you know, I'm glad you're the best wrestler on this brand. But you're not good enough. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's I imagine with John Cena gone, I don't know who the <laughs> fuck on Raw is gonna beat. Who's gonna make it? Because I don't Seth see Lash. I don't see Lashley making it. Maybe Seth Rollins. Kurt Seth Angle, no. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, definitely not. D- Dolph Ziggler or Seth Rollins are the only two, and. Yeah. Seth Rollins, I feel like he could lose to Bobby Lashley because this is the part of the show I've been waiting for. I want to talk about this tournament. Uh, Bobby Lashley's definitely not going to win. He's got the injured shoulder, and he's not like pushable right now. I know Vince likes Leo Rush, but it's it's not happening for him right now exactly. It's getting better, but it's not happening. Uh, Kurt Angle's definitely he might win. To go just for like had the the fuck of it, just how hype that would be for the Saudi Arabian crowd, um, but yeah, I don't with everything that's going on with Dean, I don't see 
three matches going by that night without Dean coming out and trying to interfere or like distract Rollins in some way. So I don't know if he could win. Yeah. But I think the prediction that I have, and I think I've talked to you about this, is that because they're short on on people on Raw, and they probably need a heel at this point in time. I think Randy Orton is going to go through to the finals and lose somehow, get fired, quote, from SmackDown, and then end up on Raw. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, who kn- it's wrestling, anything's possible. Rey Mysterio could win the whole thing, you know. <laughs> That's true. Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle would be the perfect <laughs> nostalgia trip for people at a show where they're just trying to kick up nostalgia to get people in that country to be excited about their entertainment brand. So just yeah. th- that would be fine too, probably. <laughs> and it, it, we, we, we got a match of all four of those men and Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio is a great team because Rey Mysterio is an incredible athlete. Jeff Hardy still does some terrifying things and he's still able yeah. to do them pretty well. Um, Come, we forgot to mention that after Evolution, uh, the Hardy House Halloween party special happened, and it was fantastic. Oh, oh God, it's one of the funniest things they've ever produced. I it's hope they, so I funny. hope they do more. Uh, just like as soon as I saw Godfather by the lake, I was like, "He's just Papa Shango." He's Papa Shango. He's gonna be Papa Shango, yeah. And also, I, don't don't know how Boogeyman can stomach all those worms. He probably like can't taste or like. Doesn't it have mouthfeel, or has he just done it so much? Yeah, he. What probably ends up happening is he just chews them until he's not on camera, and then spits them all out. So he probably <laughs> just has like, just minced worm parts in like the back of his mouth, and then he goes bleh, 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 for like twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy. They're they're a great team. My mom. It's a good team for my mom because. She likes Jeff Hardy a lot, and also whenever Rey Mysterio pops up, she's like, "Everybody likes Rey Mysterio." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you could dislike Rey Mysterio as being a human being on the planet. Like, I don't know. I don't know what would what's wrong with you, the, the, you that you dislike it's, Rey. It's the kid that you show him like CZW, and they're like bleeding. It's like those are blood packets, and they're not really hitting each other with barbed wire bats. And they see Rey Mysterio and like he's hooked up to a wire. <laughs> yeah, while this while this kid j- drinks his fortieth Mountain Dew of the day and continues to play through Halo Three because he just has never moved on from eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good match. Yeah, <laughs> the I Miz like the and Randy Orton. Everyone got an RKO. Uh, did you see that coming? No. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as they announce the match, we're like, okay, everyone <laughs> is gonna get RKO'd in the end. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who da thunk? One word. Who da thunk? Who da? <laughs> what? Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Who do you think is gonna win the uh, World Cup tournament? I, 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 at this point, I, w- I would have guessed it's John Cena. That's probably what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's not. I, I couldn't say. <laughs> yeah, Rey Mysterio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Rey Mysterio. But I really think that conspiracy theory 
uh, Charlie Kelly with the strings on the on the fucking clipboard or the the pushpin board. I, I, that's a that's possible. That's really possible. Because it's like, why would they announce it if something's not gonna happen, right? Like, it is WWE though. You know, like just having Michael Cole throughout all of those matches go. The, the loser of the of the loser from SmackDown in the finals of the World Cup tournament will be fired. The whole time is good enough for them, I guess. Uh, a couple other things about Crown Jewel. Uh, Hulk Hogan's going to be there. He's hosting it. Oh, he's hosting it. Yeah, okay, that's he's going to be like uh, when the when the New Day hosted WrestleMania. Okay, so that's cool. Um, don't don't really have much else to say about Crown Jewel. We will not be talking about it next week. We will Do not you, be covering it. Uh, let's see, the tag titles aren't going to be moved at Crown no. Jewel. No. Um, the USA title isn't being defended there. The Intercontinental title isn't being defended there. The women's titles aren't being defended there. Renee Obviously. Young's going to be there. Probably wearing a tent. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm very curious as to as to what her attire will be there. But the, women have wrestled there before with their hair out, too, like Sasha Banks and, and Alexa Bliss having that title match. But uh, I I don't I don't know enough about the specific things, but I'm sure she's fine if she's just like not yeah. showing anything, you know, at all. Uh, so really, all we have to mention is a universal title match. I sure hope Brock doesn't win. It said no matter who wins, we lose match. But it's also if Brock wins, it's an even worse well, lose. Until at the beginning of the show, or somewhere like 20 minutes in, Hulk Hogan interviews Baron Corbin, who then says Drew McIntyre was added to the Universal title match, and Drew McIntyre leaves with the Universal title. Then we all win. <laughs> I wish. Me too. I'm fine with Braun as Universal champ. That's fine. Yeah, it's better than Brock. <laughs> I, well, I What if it's... <laughs> what if the match is about to start, and we, we just... They don't know the mic's on, but he's like... I'm going over, brother. And it's just fucking, I am a real American. <laughs> I'm going over, brother. Hulk yes. Hogan shows up on Raw with the fucking Universal title. Oh yes. my god. The, the, the only reason I want this to happen is because there's, I have a strange fascination with Hogan's leg drop. Because. It's good. There's a mixture of it being like, it's like classic. Like, there's something mm-hmm. about it that's just like, he does the thing, he, like, grunts the ropes and does it, but also, like, it's not pow- It's not a move you can sell powerfully when, like, Brock does, like, an F5. Like, a leg drop is not nearly as good as that. I can buy, like, a Macho Man elbow drop because it's off the top rope, getting a lot of velocity there. But something yeah. like Hogan's leg drop, he doesn't, I, maybe he's at one point did crazy shit with it. But I would love to see, like, Brock F5s, <laughs> no, Braun running power slams, uh, Brock, and then Hogan, like, super kicks him out of the ring or something, and then <laughs> Hogan, like, slowly does the ropes run and leg drops Brock once and gets a three count. <laughs> <laughs> the, the leg drop is definitely a move from a more, uh, I don't want to call them more technical, but a more, like, showman's age of wrestling i guess yeah like oh his legs are powerful just in kayfabe you know like oh he's got powerful legs the leg drop yeah you know who has a really good leg drop 
Hmm. Becky Lynch. Oh. She's the man. So that was wrestling this week, and there's going to be wrestling next week, and we'll be back to talk about it next week. We'll be back. We'll be back every week till the end of time to talk about wrestling. When, when, where, where can we find out what you're doing when you're not talking about wrestling? Um, but you're you still probably can... talking a little bit about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and most or almost exclusively, probably. Uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at Cam Hambone. Uh, I didn't do the Red Dead streams because Red Dead has a an interaction talking system, and the replies are covered up by the unhideable UI thing on. Oh. On the Xbox's stream from console thing. So I'm just taking a lot of screenshots that I'll share soon. Nice. Red Dead's good. Uh, where can they find you on, on social networks, Jory, and find out what you've been up to? You can find me on Twitter.com at, at NoImJory, where I'll talk about video games and wrestling. You can find me on my other podcast, which is at uh, We Are Watching. OP on Twitter, but it's we are watching One Piece on SoundClouds, iTunes, and all those stuff. We're recording an episode probably the day this goes up, so that'll be fun. Hey, yeah. And I get it. My favorite, my favorite rubber boy. It's always good to have him back in my life. Every time I watch One Piece, I'm like, damn, this is nice. It's one of those things where it's like I've watched 200 some episodes of it, so I'm very familiar with any everyone nothing switching around you don't get like a nice comfy feeling with wrestling because you're on edge of like what the fuck are they gonna do this week yeah so you don't get comfortable watching wrestling it is nice if you like don't watch wrestling for a week and then watch it again (laughs) it's definitely like not having watched it for like two weeks when i was traveling home and then in portland and everything uh not having watched it and then like watching it again and being like who could this person that they're announcing be? Oh, it's Sasha Banks. I forgot about her. She's cool. I love her. That's great. Like, that's a good feeling, yeah. It's just a nice warm feeling knowing that someday he's going to be king of the pirates. I'm 600 episodes behind on to be catching up, but he isn't king of the pirates on those either. When did they start making this? Uh, the manga started in the 90s. When did the show start? 99. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. That's it's been amazing. A long actually, long time. I've watched that's like a... five years worth in about half that. So <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pick it up. <laughs> we <laughs> trying. It's yeah. We, me and my friend Joe, we talk about One Piece and have discussions on what stuff could mean, what stuff's leading up to, because they're caught up with it, and I'm, I'm watching it. It, that's basically the basis of it was like hey <laughs> you said w- you kind of interested in one piece well watch it and talk about it <laughs> so that's how that's how we did it and it's, it's good i feel like a long form discussion about uh the themes and stuff that show up and it's 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 for you it's also good if you need if you if you're wanting to watch one piece and you want to uh if you if it helps you get motivation by hearing us talk about it, I've had I've seen some like iTunes reviews and stuff say, I've always had trouble keeping up with the show, but listening to this podcast, I can watch along with them and see if they think the same thing as it's I a do. Good, so good companion to yeah, it's companion. It's like piece. yeah, 
It's a guidebook. That's the one of the uh, the prima strategy guide of prima, One Piece. Yep, prima strategy yeah. guide. Turn to video page, games again. <laughs> turn to page seventy two to find our speed run strat. You can skip all the filler. <laughs> that doesn't do much. One Piece has a low filler ratio. Oh my god, that's a lot of important shit. Then, well, wow. yeah. Even then, sometimes filler episodes are only half filler. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So there's no watch guides out there. It's just like, watch it all. There man. are. There's oh, certain. Okay. Uh, there are usually arcs that are, and you can tell because the animation drops and like the quality of what goes on drops. It'll be mm. just some bullshit of like, they win a fishing contest. <laughs> okay, that's like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that's where you can find me. Um, and eventually, when I record all of it, I'll be dropping a, another podcast. That's for when all of it's done and ready to go. So, Cameron, Jory, who who do you think is going to be cruiserweight champion in two thousand twenty? Hideo Itami, Jory. If Hank Hill watched wrestling, what would be his favorite stable? Trick question: It'd be NWO. Oh. <laughs>